radio, DJ. One Nation, One Station. So, at this time, I want to, um, your name, anything that you're promoting, and then we'll talk about the uh, GMA video, how that came to be, and anything else. If I hear something, I'll ask you. So, just count to five and start. I'm Kyra Gibson, and um, right now I have uh, me and my son. My son and I, we have our own uh, activity book to teach generational wealth. It's called King and Kyra's Generational Wealth Building Activity Book. It was a number one bestseller uh, on Amazon in the kids' department. We have a flashcard app on all uh, Google and iPhone devices. Uh, me and my son, like the video, the videos that went viral, we got the same uh, entrepreneurial and um, entrepreneurial definitions and financial literacy definitions. And, you know, uh, I say the word, and then King gets the definition with the uh, slides, the cartoon slides for the kids. Or you can mute it and do it one-on-one with your children as well. Uh, I partnered up with NFL Hall of Famer Marshall Falk, and we have our uh, Don't Be No Sucker Financial Literacy curriculum coming out to teach adults about financial uh, financial literacy as well. So we have all those things coming out uh, as well with that, and I'm working on other things to uh, venture into. So that's what I have right now with my son and I and my other partners as well. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Um, how did the GMA audio, how, how is it they were able to receive it, and then what was the process? Uh, they, uh, the video just went viral. Um, me and my son was in the car. You know, uh, I was I was in the streets on and off all the time. I would, uh, you know, I would sell, you know, drugs or whatnot. But then I knew, like, I shouldn't be doing this. This ain't good. This ain't right. You know what I'm saying? Got to live constantly looking over your shoulder. And I'll get a regular job. And I work a regular job for four months. And then I'll quit again because it's not fast money. So I was just, you know. I was at war with myself, fast money versus living right and just, you know, grinding it out. Um, so, you know, uh, it took me to have a run-in to watch one of my friends get locked up uh, by the feds to make me say, okay, I need to sit down. My son needs me, you know what I'm saying? Like, his mom is a good mom, but my son needs his daddy. So, and I'd be damned that I, you know, be another one to have my son come and see me behind the, behind that fence. So, uh, just, you know, I just went hard at what the issue is amongst the black community, and it was financial literacy. Uh, it was, uh, you know, economic uh, issues, you know. So I just taught my son the basics. I hit my friends up that work in the bank, like, you know, point me in the direction to learn what I need to learn. They did, and I just, you know, as I was learning this, I was teaching my son as well. So we both studying together, <laughs> you know, I'm learning the uh, – the straight up way, um, and then I would teach him everything I was learning in layman terms, in kid terms, where he understand. And, you know, I always told him, you know, I'm, I'll quiz you, but something just told me that day, you know, I'm gonna quiz him in the car with the phone because you know I played football. We always been told that film doesn't lie, the video doesn't lie. Everybody can say what they want, but the camera doesn't lie. If somebody's robbing the bank, your face is in that camera, and the film don't lie. But I messed up on the play, and I screamed I didn't, but coach can show me I did. So I. I recorded them, and I uploaded it, and it just went it went crazy. And, uh, you know, uh, Good Morning America, they uh, got a hold to it, and they posted it. 
And, you know, everything's been, you know, everything's been, you know, a blessing for my whole year, just a year of teaching myself this stuff and teaching my son. And just it, it, it going to me and you speaking right now and, and other uh, engagements that I've had to, had to, uh, the blessings to do. Okay. All right. Um, so now let's move the needle to the GMA interview. So did you say that you submitted and were you invited to the actual studio? No. Like they do Ellen? No, because COVID had just hit. So we couldn't, we wasn't able to do that. Uh, so we, they just reached out and asked if they could repost it. And they tagged us. That was, that was it. That was it with that. Oh, wow. So you didn't get it. You didn't, you didn't profit off of them. One million views. Nah, that COVID. sucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. That sucks. That sucks. Huh. Wow. Um, so I know a lot about you because of, um, you know, I was on your Instagram page and I watched quite a few videos and I know that you said that you had a friend who had a young mom and you broke the tradition in your family. You had a kid in your 20s. Um, Would you like to go on and and share that story? Because, again, what we're going to do, we're going to have a conversation that is about fathers, but not so much traditional. The part that I really like, you know, about you and the partnership with uh, which judge today that I, I would like to create. He's going to take it wherever he takes it, right? But yeah. one thing that I do, I commit my time and my, all of my energy and, and life, you know, blood to really talking to, to real people. This is, yes, we have a lot of people who, you know, they've gone viral or celebrities, what have you. Celebrity, that's a big word today because it could mean a lot of things, right? But we have different people on the show, and one thing is I like it to the content to meet people where they are. Want it to be relatable. But the part that I like that you mentioned is you understand the streets. So we need to have a conversation about fast money and smart money. So how did you make that transition? That's the question that came back to me. How did you, I know what you said about the fact you wanted to be part of your child's life, but how did you discipline yourself to say, hey, you know what, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to learn, I'm going to do what I need to do, and then I'm going to impart that in my child? Well, I always had that, I always had that, uh, that light about me knowing that, you know, I just didn't trust the government. I don't trust them. I just know, you know, we are oppressed and this and that. And the third, you know, I grew up, uh, you know, I'm, I'm turning 30 this year, but I got to uh, listen, you know, a couple of years to Tupac while he was alive. That's my dad's favorite rapper. So I was always in the car. I had to, I listened, I had to hear Tupac 24-7. So, you know, as I got older, you know, it just reminded me. I like, you know, just like anybody, I like to listen to old school, school music that remind me of when I was a kid, and that's what I play. And then, you know, you know you're hearing Brenda's got a baby. You're sitting here and, uh, you know, uh, dang, everything he's talking about. And then I'm sitting here always hearing, you know, seeing Martin Luther King. But for some reason, I don't know why, since I was a kid, just looking at pictures of Malcolm X, I always intrigued me. I always something something about that man on the pictures is always treat me. You know, I'm always hearing about this guy here, but what's up with this guy? So I always loved Malcolm and I always look up his quotes, but like I said, you know, I always felt like through those years, these last, you know, ten years, you know, I was partying, I was clubbing, you know, different women all the time and 
I done sat here and, and, and had to sleep in the car. I done sat here and had to um, uh, uh, damn spread $100 throughout the week just to make sure I'm straight for payday. And I done also been sat here and, and, you know, had to sell, you know, some weed, a pound or something so I could be straight to and, and had money enough to go buy some joints instead of investing. So, you know, I look, I looked at myself while I was going through that stressful time, you know, uh, right before Kobe hit. Just like, you know, what's your purpose, man? Like I was living with no damn purpose. But I'm I'm the quick I'm the guy that everybody comes to for advice, but I'm living with no purpose. And you know, I went and got Malcolm X's autobiography and that book changed my life. It changed my life. So and uh reading that, you know, it just made me it just made me say, Okay. And you know, he breaks down economics, everything, you know, how we're oppressed, the systemic racism, how it just started and how, you know, you know, it really meant sense and all that it, it all makes sense. So it all just made sense and, and, and you know, like you said, like, you know, capitalism. You know, that's for the rich getting rich and the poor getting poor. That goes to the part you said about the stimulus check. Like look at the stimulus, like people killing. Like like uh like I like I always say from I forgot who said the quote, but this is a powerful quote that people don't understand, is when my man said, uh what did he say? He said that uh create enough hunger and everyone becomes a criminal. Look at the black community. That's that's just capitalism. They're starving us out. They know what they're doing. And we they sat here in the break and they brought the drugs to the they brought the drugs to us in the eighties. And what and what did it do? It helped it helped eliminate us at the same time of pressing us and we didn't see it because systemic racism, they would let us work jobs, good jobs, we couldn't get them. We had to stand clean people's houses and shine shoes. Okay, you see him put the drugs in this community, what 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 is what are niggas doing? They gonna see and sell to each other. Boom. So the kids watching, man, damn, he's making all that fast money. He's bought a brand new car. He got these new shoes, these new chains. Cause they the white man ain't gave him a job. So boom, now he's killing also killing his people with certain drugs that they overdosing on. But then also the police see him making money because they get paid off the damn prison system. So boom, they locked him, that nigga up and it's just a it's just a ripple effect. It's, it's like the water cycle. So then we sit here killing each other and don't realize it. And then boom, the the niggas is making the fast money shooting each other off. So boom, that's slowing down reproduction. And then these damn drug addicts is not being in the home, which is causing the father and the mother not to be home. Like this shit has been normalized to have grandma and grandpa take care of these kids. It's normalized to not to be not to have a two parent home. It's normalized. That's why the damn economic system is uh wealth is so far. It's what, we are only averaging seventeen thousand dollars of a damn of uh, a black household. That's all we average a black household. So we, you know, we have no power. We have no power. And then black folks, you know, we've been mindfucked to to look good instead of them actually being good. And I was one of those niggas. I, I just cared about looking good and making some fast money. Then when that money gets shut down, then boom, what, 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 what do I do? So uh, black people spend $2.1 trillion per year averaging, but we don't own shit. Out of 615 billionaires in America, only six of them are black. And six of them are entertainers that had to get their money. That's why we domesticate our kids. Like I was domesticated to play football. We show all our kids, oh, look at them niggas dribbling. Oh, go rap. Go sing. That's all we give a damn about. And in grades, we halfway don't give a damn about. Because only black people we see doing something is damn, is, is through entertainment. Cause that's the only shit they ever let black men and black women thrive off of and, and fucking tap dance to get their money without beating their ass. So... That's all we know. So I sat here and looked at that and had to realize and open my mind, like, say, okay, Karen, what you going to do? Well, how you going to contribute? 
And I, you know, I said, okay, I'm gonna start with a book with my son. Like, you know, I did this shit and I had the idea. Okay, let's let's do something where we're impacting, but also we're eating off something that we love without sitting here and and stripping off people of of their damn money and making them slaves. So let's start something empowering. Boom, that's slow money. That's residual money. I'm making that while I sleep with that. So now we got to teach everybody. And we have four books and all. Like we have one coming out, entrepreneurship, teaching the kids how to get LLCs. But basically in layman terms, like kids, if you go get a a, a lemonade stand, you got to get your LLC. This is going to protect this and this and that. So they can't mess with you here and boom, bye, bam. And, you know, so everybody can understand how this money shit is working because every time you spill a dollar with somebody else, man, you build a, you're helping them build their, their wealth. And the word wealth, if you ever look in the word wealth, the wealthiest families are what I just said, families. It's not just one man that's wealthy. His family is wealthy. You sit here generating jobs for your people and keeping it going. We not we we've never been taught that. We don't we're not taught that. So and we just taught to hate on each other and break each other down. But at first it starts with money. You get power with the money, like I teach my son. And I'm not telling him to damn to, to spend his life and and damn uh, worship money. No, it just it's, it's just people need to realize that money it creates more freedom for you. I just want him to be able to take care of his his wife and his kids and and keep what I taught him going on and on for generations. Look, you got to break the generational curse of being broke and, 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 and teaching our kids at 18, get the hell out the house and go work a regular job. Like my daddy, my pops always told me, like, either you're going you to make your money in life as a man with your brain or with your back. And I'm trying to teach these young black kids, let's make this money with our damn brains. So that's how I look at it with the, the, the economic gap and the money and us sitting here fighting over these damn stimulus checks and being slaves to uh, welfare, because even though some black folks, a lot of black folks need welfare, but we sit here, we're like a baby on a pacifier. We we, we don't want to break from it. Like, I know niggas, I've been that nigga where I sat here and did some finessing to get uh, food stamps, even though I was straight and had money to go spend, but just to keep money in my pocket. Like, let's not, like, we need to, we got to teach how to not get no assistance from these motherfuckers, because white folks get more damn uh, government assistance than we do. They get more, way more than we do. But who do they clown in the on the in the media? It's all of an agenda to keep our asses down. So that's how I look at it, and I and I'm going to do whatever I can to play my part to build our community up. Like I said uh, earlier, when my pops would always play Tupac in the car when I was a kid, it attracted me, and that's all I'm listening to. My son, I listen to Nipsey and Tupac all the time around my son. I know the other music I listen to, we all got our little ratchet sides and stuff. I listen to everything, but I make sure he hears these words of where it's truth and real. I keep it real with my son. My son is eight. He'll be nine next year. I mean, next month, excuse me. And I still, and I speak to him, letting him know he, when you have a family, King, you got to take care of your girl, your your woman, and and build her up and make sure your kids are straight. And that's, that takes money and it's stressful out here. Like, it's not all what you think it is. And it's bills and it's real life situations. I tell him, I don't sugarcoat He's nine. I'm, I'm going to instill him. I want him to notice where it's automatic. It's just like if I'm sitting here talking about drugs all day around around a, a damn little kid, what he going to end up doing? He's going to go sell some drugs. He's going to hurt me, tell him the damn recipe. So, Words is power. Um, we put curses on folks with words. We put curses on ourselves with words. If I sit here, you know, and, you know, like the four, the four agreements, that's a book I read, a great book. Um, you know, you, you, you know, be impeccable with your word, never assume, and uh, always be great 
at those two things, you know what I'm saying? So it's just it's, it's big on what you read, how you what you're around, what you let around you. It infiltrates your mind. What we see on TV, that's why like what judge is saying is facts. They know what they fucking doing with these kids. Why are we sexualizing things for these kids to see? Everything around us is it infiltrates the mind. You consume what you produce, and you produce what you consume. So if you want positive energy, have positive energy around you. I don't care if you have to take steps back and love people from a distance. They're not if they're not helping with what you need them. Of, of what you are, what you yearning for in a, in a positive vibe, keep that away from you. Everything you read, everything you watch, a lot of people can't differentiate. A lot of people listen to these rap songs and really think this is what these niggas are doing, and they're not doing that no more. <laughs> you can't do that. Like whatever you want to to breathe, to smell, to see, to taste, put yourself in that in 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 that environment. Don't fake it. Don't talk about being in that environment. Be in that environment so you can see what it's like. Don't say and tell me about the streets and about niggas and shooting and crack epidemics and all the shit. You ain't them. You ain't. You don't know nobody that's affected from. I had an uncle die from putting the wrong needle in his arm because he's he's strung out on drugs. Like I looked at his scene, my friends get shot. I've been in the middle of drive-by ducking behind cars. This is not nothing to brag about and be sweet about. Only thing to brag about is surviving and shit. So all I say to everybody is like you know, uh, read things that's gonna build your con- your conscience up and your your mind up and your life up. Eat. Eat, eat things that's going to keep you uh, keep your mind good and healthy. If I sit here and eat bad shit, I can't cry when I sit here and my health goes down. If I'm eating good shit every day, then what you expect, I can't relate to you, bro. I can't, I'm not going to eat with you. It's just the same thing with what you read and what you watch and what you listen to. If you sit here eating McDonald's every day, am I going to go to dinner with you if I don't eat that shit? No. But that's the same thing with the people you hang around, the same thing with the things you read, the music you listen to. So that's how I look at it. You know, I, I'm a big, big on the on that on that uh, quote. You consume what you produce, you produce what you consume. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Um, what do you do to protect your son from all of this? Keep it. Well, I, he's he's a child. I was a boy. I still went and did things, but I was always a leader. And my dad helped me. But why I'm the way I am, my son, he would always tell me, don't be no follow. He always said that shit. Oh, no, no, don't be no damn follow. Don't do what everybody else do. Don't do what everybody else do. He always tell me that. And I don't know why it stuck with me. So me, I'm 29 years old. I've never been drunk, and I've never been high in my life. I go to parties in high school and watch everybody get drunk and high. I just remember him always telling me, don't do what they do. You do what you want. Don't be following nobody. You don't need shit. You don't blah, blah, blah. He always say that. And it stuck with me. So, you know, kids listen. You know, some going to rebel. Some or not. It just depends on who your child is. I just know that, you know, with me and how I teach my son, is life is it's real life out here. He's going to be around people and kids. It's going to tell him to do the opposite. My job is just to tell him and let him know the situations that's going to happen before they happen so he can know how to be, how to handle it. I'm not going to sit here and baby him and act like it's not a real world out here. There's a lot of people that do that. You know, and that's, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier, like with single moms and single dads or you know, a parent might have died or a parent might be locked up. So, they, you know, they don't get that from this parent or that parent. So, you know, you sitting here and, uh, like, my son, I, I don't let women, my son has never met no woman other than his mom. And me and his mom not together. I'm not going to let him be around multiple different women. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to show him that's okay. You know, so, like, you know, it's just about being real with your kids. And I tell him all the time, you know, go ahead and get married. And I tell him, go, you know, travel the world. Before you start thinking about girls, I tell him that now he's nine, but these kids are so hot in the ass. Like, people want to sugarcoat and hide their kids from the real world. You can't do it. So 
sorry. You're, you're, you're hindering them more than you're helping them lie and hide and bullshit and not tell the truth about what the hell happened. So that's how I look at it. I look at it, be real, but look at it as a as a, as a a way to, you know, help build your kids up because the real world is going to chew your child up and spit their ass out if you don't keep it 100 with them. Wow, that's powerful. Um, I want to speak to you real quick. I'm watching the clock, um, but I want to speak to you real quick about the power of uh, a millennial. The one thing that, because um, I'm 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 on the outskirts of millennial, and the one thing that I really admire, because I'm kind of like a hybrid, I'm, I've got an old school spirit and, and millennial energy, and a lot of times those two don't match because it's like, People get confused, like, you know, where is it coming from? Um, but I understand the matrix. I understand a lot of things, and it's just I, I get it. And I understand that the part I love about millennials, your age group, is you're so fearless, right? And it's like you're downloading information, and it's a beautiful thing to watch. It's a beautiful thing to listen to. And when you know how to control it, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, it creates a beautiful experience. So it's like if you were talking to other millennials about their powers, um, especially men, especially the fathers, what would you say? Power, honestly, um, we look at leadership. We look at leadership as, uh, you know, physical and personal tools, you know, uh, how strong you are, how big you are, you know, how tough you are. But actually, leadership is all about problem solving. That's why a leader is needed, because there's obstacles, there's problems, there's challenges in the way. And the, the, the real definition of leadership is fixing those obstacles by doing work. It's not about how strong you look, how many women you can dance in, have sex with. It's not about how many chains you can buy. It's not about how many how cool clothes, how many shoes you got. It's none of that bullshit. It's none of that. It's about the work that you put in, the obstacles. I don't care about how many followers you have. I don't care about none of that. That's 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 the that's an illusion. <laughs> that's an illusion leader. That's not real leadership. That's just that's for suckers. <laughs> the real leaders who putting in this work. So for the real fathers, put in that work, you know, and like a like a uh, actual fact that that blacks don't even know. This is a, it's an actual fact that more black men are in their kids' lives than any other uh, race in America. It's a fact. They're not going to take that though. So we, what we do is it's our word is putting in that work with our kids, and I ain't talking about just that work on the football field and the basketball field. I'm talking about all the way around. Teach them. What you lack at. This is just like a partner. If I'm looking for a woman, if my woman can sit here and teach me how to save my money because I suck at saving my money, I'm going to let my woman teach me how to save the money. She's going to wear the pants in the area. <laughs> I can sit here and put my ego to the side. That's what that's the problem. Is. So if you didn't love a woman properly, teach your son how to. If you don't know how to do this and that, learn with your child. Break your damn habits and, and change the switch up and teach your child how to do it. Okay, you didn't do this and that. You didn't go to college. Okay. Sit here and go learn what it takes for you to make it to college and teach your child that so he can break them curses. So that's what it's all about, that that word and being a real leader, putting in work with your kids, not this damn bullshit of, you know, it's half-assed. We give, we give 100% to our kids in, in the athletic department. 
oh, we see him buy him all the damn clothes and they grades half ass or just buy him all this and that, but we don't see him take time to go study with them and, and learn who they are and let them have a voice and, and you know what I'm saying, things like that. So really all the way full round circle, building up and putting in work with these kids and not just your child but other kids outside of here because a lot of kids that ain't got no damn positive uh, figures around. That's another reason why I posted the videos that I post for these damn kids that don't have no positive figure around or even they got their mom and daddy, but, you know, they don't, you know, they still they don't know how to raise them. So, shit, here, watch. Watch what we do. Gotcha. Now, I did, let's push it back to um, the finance. So are you more uh, about financial education, behavioral finance? Are you into capitalism, like, can you explain your position and, and, and what is it that you partake in? Like, do you, have, do you buy houses? Do you, um, I, I don't know. Um, can you fill okay, in the blanks so for like, me, please? Yeah, the issues. I'm all about everything. I'm all about black liberation, but liberation of all youth, period. But I'm big on our people. Um, I never bought a house, but my, grand, my grandmother did. My grand, Both my grandfathers did. My great-grandfather did. Uh, I've only known the rent. That's all we talk about. You know what I'm saying? I just, you know, most of us, our moms and dads are fucking our credit up as kids, <clears throat> putting shit in our name. So I'm just big on the success of a, of a, of a child, period, off the rip, and black, and our black people, period, because we, for some reason, we all act like, oh, I didn't do this at 18. It's over for me. Man, I just learned this shit at 28. And now people are sitting here wanting to know my advice my words, you know what I'm saying? So if I can do this, man, anybody can do this. I went from them selling them damn drugs and pounds and pills to them sitting here selling hope. If I can do this, anybody can do this. So I speak on everything, capitalism. Anything that oppresses us, I'm, I'm going to speak on it. If it ain't right, I'm speaking on it. So I talk about it, I talk about it all. And uh, I'm going to, I'm getting into the real estate realm right now as we speak. So um, I'm still learning that game, but I'm teaching my son now, buy a house. Save your money. Don't spend, go crazy and spend this and that and helping their, build everybody else's wealth up. Every time you spend a dollar, every time you go to Black Friday, you're helping somebody else's wealth build up. But what about your wealth? What about your family's wealth? You know, my grandfather owned a funeral home, and like I tell everybody, I say this every time I speak, and I'm always saying it so people can understand this. We used to, I never forget, we used to uh, have a funeral home, and people would come and couldn't pay for their damn funeral. Asking people, asking other families to scrape up money. Asking if they can get a discount, that's been stressed out. They more stressed about paying for the funeral so he could be have a funeral and be buried uh, that Friday, and can't even them mourn they they damn people right. So if you sit here and die, like I'm gonna say this to everybody, like I always speak to. If you die in this world and you leaving your kids to make GoFundMe's, then you didn't live your you didn't you didn't live your life right. You didn't handle your money right. You're not handling your money right while you go to earth. Your kids, we should be leaving our kids something. So I'm just big on this whole, it's a big-ass circle. All this is a big circle. Uh, America was built off of three three things. It was built off them small businesses, it was built off real estate, and it was built off stock. And I'm big on our people learning all this shit, and that's what I'm trying to do. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, so I guess the last question I'm trying to see is I know you talked about um, credit cards, that was in the video. Um, so, what, what about like stocks? Do you believe in savings accounts? Do you, 
Do you believe in having cash on hand? Do you believe in cryptocurrency? Any any of that stuff? I'm just trying to get a feel for what to introduce before the judge comes in. Yeah, uh, credit. I'm uh, saving doesn't really do nothing. We all think that it does something. It doesn't. You're better off investing in something, spending that money to make more money than just putting in a savings account. It's not flipping nothing. You're better off just going to stocks and diversifying it, putting five dollars here, five dollars there, and sitting here letting your money just sit there. It's not going to do nothing. Actually, it's going to decrease. In 20 years before it increases, so I'm big on that. Uh, I'm not really gotten to the cryptocurrency. I haven't met anybody really into it like that to learn from it. But I'm big on investments. That's what I'm big on. It's finding something smart because we get paid for everything. Everything me and you speaking on the uh, in your house right now in your office, every key on your laptop, every charger that's around you, every piece of that charger, every damn doorknob in your house, every lock in your house, every knob on that TV. Uh, every shoebox in your house, every damn uh, cord in your house. Somebody gets paid for everything, the colors, the smells. Everybody gets paid for something. And we all think about fast money, fast money, fast money. And you can sit here and get paid off of, off of anything. You and your friends, me, me and you right now can sit here and go half and half on the, on the ATM and then go get a contract to put it somewhere and make some money. Me and you can sit here and go, and go half and half or you can do it by yourself. you got the money, go get vending machines. We just don't think about that. We always think about we want money right now, and that's the problem. So uh, credit, I'm big on credit because credit can get you that. You know, like I teach my son all the time, a credit report is like a big, like a like a report card. Kids get report cards every week. It's not hard to teach them credit. So it's, that's that's what I'm big on the credit and learning credit cards, not to get finessed, not thinking this money shit is simple like they like like people think it is because banks make money off interest. A lot of people don't even know that. You know how I many people you can say, ask, what is a bank for? Oh, it's just for put my money in it. No, it's about interest. That's how they kill you. They so they they like if you they like if you pay uh, your shit off, and they like if you don't. They gonna make their money no matter what. So I'm big on understanding how money is circulated through America and ways to make it. Okay. I'm rewinding your message, preparing it for playback. Okay, what's assets? Assets are things that bring money into your bank account. What's liabilities? Liabilities are things that take money out your bank account. Entrepreneurship is the act of becoming an entrepreneur. What's entrepreneurship? Entrepreneurship is a process of setting up a business to business. Taking on a greater than normal. Financial risk. What's an entrepreneur? Entrepreneur is a person that organizes and operates a business or businesses. Also taking on a greater than normal. Financial risk. What's financial mean? Money. And what's risk mean? Chance. Come on. What does it mean to own stock? When you own a share of a company. Come on. What's real estate investing? Real estate investing is when you invest in an immovable property. What's the two types of real estate? Commercial real estate and residential real estate. What's commercial real estate? Commercial real estate is property for businesses and workspace, like an office store and land. And what's residential real estate? Property to live on, like a house, apartment, or condominium. Come on. It comes with extra fees when you have... Real estate, you feel me? Mm -hmm. Daddy tells you how many times he pays his pr uh, state property tax a year. Once a year. What's what's the type of maintenance fee? Cutting grass. Come on. What's HOA? Homeowner Association. And what comes along with that? HOA fee. Come on. And when it comes to the brokerage percent, what percent is that? Seven. Come on. What's equity? Equity is the difference between what your business is worth minus what you own. Also, assets minus. Liabilities and debt. Good job. What's credit report? Credit report is like a report card letting you know how well you did by paying your money back you borrowed. And how does credit affect your life? 
The better you keep your credit, the more opportunity you'll have to get funding. And what? Large purchases like? A car or a house. Come on. And always repay what you owe. Because if you owe somebody, that means you're in debt. And you never want to be in debt. Because that means you owe somebody. And we don't never owe somebody. Because that ain't what suckers do, period. Come on. Yeah, man. I hope you're enjoying this big exclusive via the Judge Show Brown Show. Don't forget to subscribe to this channel. Now, back to the show. This show is sponsored by the Hurricane Report, merchandise, and more.